This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everyone. It's your favorite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Football on the Sports Social Podcast Network is brought to you by BetVictor, where those who think outside the box can create unique football bets from a combination of markets. Create your best bet with the innovative BetVictor Bet Builder. 18 plus, BeGambleAware.org. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. We're going to build a train so big it can't be stopped. From the executive producers of Power. We got enemies eyeing us, cops clocking us. Comes the new season of Power Book 4, Force. Tommy Egan is the linchpin to bring down all of these gangs. Egan's too dangerous to be left alive. Power Book 4, Force. Game over. Premieres Friday, September 1st, only on Stars and the Stars app. Back from Arfield. What a Burnley! Scott Arfield! He's been threatening that recently! And all the Burnley players run to the Darwin end! Oh, what a goal! What a goal from Robbie Blake! Burnley's first goal in the Premier League is something very, very special! Wade Elliott has that change of pace and he's got away from Montgomery. It's the path of McCann and the fire finds the net. What a strike from Wade Elliott. A bolt from the Clarendon Blue. Oh, goodness me! What a goal from Patterson! If that is to be the one that takes them to Wembley, you cannot argue with that. Pure quality. I mean, if there's any justice in the world, Burnley would surely score from this corner. Swung right in there. Ball in there. Yeah! Michael Keller! 
that's Come justice! On! That is justice at the Amex Stadium! Barely a level and deserved to be! Hello and welcome along to the latest episode of the full-time show here on the Turfcast podcast with me, Joe Redman. And joining me today, we have Nathan and he's from Burley Mundial. How are you doing, mate? I'm all right, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Um, and at the bottom, for some reason now, they've switched when I brought them all back in. Uh, he's gutted. <laughs> uh, but it's Neil Layfield. How are you doing, mate? I love Joe. Aye, not bad, mate, not bad. Happy May Day, everybody. Um, it's good to see some people in the comments. We've got a Preston fan in the comments. He's not trolling, though. He says, I'm a Preston fan, but think Burnley are class. Fair enough, mate. Uh, appreciate everyone's, that. Everyone's on the bandwagon. Everyone's yeah, bandwagon. everyone's on the Burnley and Burnley <laughs> bandwagon. Um, Solent's in the chat. Evening, Solent. Apologies. It's 10.35. Apologies, mate. Um, Chris <laughs> says... Up the um, Clarets, um, M. Max says, morning, Solent, morning, all. John Fitzpatrick says, hey, up, Cockers. Good to have so many people in the chat already. Chronicles of Charles says, morning. Ben says, morning. Um, M. Max says, looking forward to some more Solent stats. Yep, Solent, come on, get them in, get them ready. Um, James Milner to Burnley, says Chris P. Uh, we'll probably discuss something like that later on or during the summer. We'll see. We'll see how long this starts lasting. Um, Mark is in the chat. Good to see you, mate. Um, yeah, keep your comments coming in. Chronicles of Chard is very happy to see Neil. Very happy to see Neil. I think he, he's probably in the Mirage fan club somewhere. Yeah, is he, is he like the vice president, something like that? Not that I know of, but you know, no. we can make him a vice president. Could be that vacancy yeah. is there. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, let's get into the game then, lads. Of course, another win. Um, anti football's in the chat, by the way. Um, and has been doing some, some of her own content recently. If you want to check it out, head over to the Inky Punk YouTube channel. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the match. Uh, another win. Uh, thought we played well. Uh, my only gripe was that we should have been out of sight by the time that we scored. But all's well that ends well um, because we won the match and we won it quite comprehensively as well. Obviously not in terms of scoreline, but just in terms of the play and the possession and things like that. Um, I thought we played very, very well. Um but yeah, my only issue is that we probably should have been out of sight. And I just th- feel like at the minute, if we had like a an out-and-out striker that could put the ball in the net, and this isn't to start another Foster debate, um, <laughs> but if we had an out-and-out striker that put the ball into the net, I think we would just run away. I mean, we've run away with it already. And it seems weird saying, oh, if we had a striker, we'd be better when we were one of the highest goal scorers in the league and were the highest goal scorers in the league until about three, four weeks ago. Um, but that's my only issue. But we were fantastic again. I like, got no complaints really. Um, Connor Roberts were brilliant again. Um, should have, well, I say should have scored? He had that effort from thirty yards out, forty yards out. That would have been an absolute screamer. Uh, Manuel Benson, the guy is just unstoppable. We'll get on to him individually in a bit. But Nathan, I'll start with you. Your thoughts on yeah. that match? Yeah, um, just another another one ticked off in it. Another away win ticked off. Um, thought it was pretty. Comfortable in the end, but like you say, we were um, we were lacking that. I don't know that clinical number nine. It's like that city debate last year, and it where they were screaming out for a number nine, and yeah. never were like, no, no, they're still scoring goals. They don't need number nine, and and then they get a number well, nine, and now now with Harlan, yeah, now they just got the best. You know, just a, a lad that's just bagging them in for fun. So I think obviously we need like a 
a realistic version of Haaland. I think if we can go get a Haaland from Wish, I think we'll, we'll do as good. But yeah, we created loads of chances. Like I say, Vinny, I think, were frustrated at the end of the game when he said he should have been out of sight way before we scored our first. Yeah. Um, but good to see some lads get some minutes that are needing it, like Peacock Farrell and another Alder Keel masterclass again from him. I think he's just getting better and better with each game. So. Yeah. I've not think, mentioned yeah. Aldakil yet, and someone in the comments, Chronicles of Child, the vice president of the Munich Fan Club, yeah. did say um, oh, Aldakil had, a... <laughs> <laughs> had a great game too. I do want to talk about him individually. We'll get on to mm-hmm. him in a bit. Um, yeah. But Neil, um, your thoughts on the game. Do you echo what me and uh, Nathan are saying? Yeah, I was going to say, like, not for one minute am I comparing us to Man City, but it is that same situation where we are mm-hmm. scoring, but we haven't got that out and outer. And, um, yeah. It's exactly that. And uh, there was a thing about company at the end. He said someone was get, was someone Jay had a shot or something and, and it missed. And someone said to company, are you going in the Premier League with this? And then Jay scored. Um, so I think he sort of dropped hints that it, we do need a striker, I think. Mm. Um, yeah. But again, you know, Obafemi's not started. So could he be the striker? I don't know. We don't know, do we? But um, we're definitely going to be in the market for one because obviously we know Ashley's leaving. Jay's probably. I can't see Jay staying if I'm being honest. Although I'm not not complaints if he does, but I can't see it. So that'll be two strikers that we need. One will be a first choice, and then another backup probably. So um, yeah, but we'll probably pluck someone out of um, whatever it's called. Is it Juniper Pro League or whatever it is in Belgium? We'll probably pluck someone <laughs> yeah. we've never heard of and start googling stats, and they'll turn out to be. Class one. An absolute wielder. Yeah, it'll yeah, turn yeah. out to be an absolute wielder. Um, Benson, I want to talk about Benson because like, it's literally, like we were joking at first, like, when he did it two weeks in a row, it's like, oh, he's done it two weeks in a row and he scored two goals similar earlier in the season. Yeah. But now it is literally copy and paste. Like He scores the same goal every week. And yeah. I will just quickly bring a picture in. Um, Nathan, I'll be honest, I've stolen this from your Twitter That's fine. Um, page. That's fine. Um, but look at that. Look at where he is there. Apologies if you're listening on the podcast. I'll just try and paint a picture. But it's it's the picture of Benson when he's hitting the shot. The ball has just left his foot. And he's he's got some space there, admittedly. But he's created that space because he had the two defenders on him on the outside. And then he's cut in. And as he's cut in, them two defenders have followed him. And then another defender's come in from the inside. And he literally has three players around him at the moment he hits it. Like, teams now know what he's going to do. And it's a typical, I know I've joked about it again with the, the fake taxi memes, but it's literally Arjen Robin all over again. Like, you know what he's going to do. You know he's going to come inside. You know he's going to fake to go outside and then come inside, but you still can't stop him. The guy is sensational. Neil, your thoughts on that goal? And your thoughts on that goal, not just that goal. It's the fact that he does it every week. It's just... Every week, yeah. Every, um, every damn week. Every Oh, you just took that picture off, but I was going to point out there, if well, you look at it, even if he can't make that shot, look how many options he's got available to him. It's, yeah, true. It's, it's so yeah. good. Um, he's got I've, so I've got my mouse on screen like you all can see it and you can't, but I think that's Goodmanson <laughs> there on the edge. I think that's Goodmanson, think that's Goodmanson calling for it. He's got yeah. Matson behind him. I don't know who that is offside. Is it Brownhill? But he looks offside. Is it Connor Roberts? Connor, that'll Connor be, Roberts. yeah, because he made the run, yeah. didn't he? Um, so even if he can't make that shot, which let's be honest, he's going to win it, but he's got options to do it. It's such a... It, it, it's the... It's his signature move, um, yeah. and they know he's going to do it, but they just can't stop him doing it. Um, but I'm going to challenge him because no doubt he's watching to do it on the right, <laughs> on, on the left hand side with his right foot. 
this time. Dutch, oh yeah. yeah, that would be that would if you could do that against Cardiff, just to complete yeah. the season, that would be absolutely just to, yeah. yeah, just to do the set, finish the season off, do it from yeah. the left on your right peg, do it that yeah. way. Yeah. It's 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 not it is something that it's worked on clearly, not just by Benson but by the team, but you sort of like Obviously, it's just a freeze frame, but a bit further back, like it's the overlap from Connor Roberts every time that allows it pulls a defender out that gives him the time to then drag the ball back and cut inside and then pull him. But obviously, Bristol there have they've identified that threat and they've left Roberts to just do the overlap and still yeah, yeah. put three on him. And like his body shape when he struck that ball, it's like one, two frames before that, he's facing away from the goal. Yeah, like he's wrapped his body around so well. And if you look there, like. There's probably not even a sight of goal for him because you got two in front of him. Then you got it's, just, it's only one set, place he can put that at that moment. The kid's a joke, man. Like he doesn't need like sight. He just he just hits it. He knows where he doesn't need to see. He just knows yeah. where it is. Yeah. It's just so. I put I put like a clip up on. I know a few of us did, but just the, the goal at the same like when he few clips of the the goals he scored hit at the same time, and they're just identical. Like you get the overlap, you get the drop of the shoulder, the little shuffle of the feet, and bang left foot. It's always in that far corner, and like you said, it's it's that fake taxi me. It's so fucking predictable, <laughs> but yeah. you can't do anything about it. And if he doesn't shoot. He, does, he stops and either plays a good ball in or he recycles the ball, resets the move again, lets the overlap go again and then tries it again. Like, it's just, it's inevitable. Like, it, it's inevitable. You try and stop him, you're going to get, you're going to get shafted one way or another by him. He's a, he's a joke at the minute. Yeah. Uh, Solent says, Benson had one shot on target. That's all he needs, mate. That's all he needs. That's all he needs. And the XG on that, I know some people don't like XG, but I don't care. The XG on that must be like 0.05. Yeah. Like it's to get a goal from there and to do it every like I, I know you mentioned it. Like a few of us clipped it up. I I thought everyone else has done it because I'm late to the party. I'll, I'll do it on TikTok. And someone commented on TikTok, obviously a Blackburn fan. Oh, pure luck. That like he's done it six times this season, mate. How is that <laughs> luck? How is that luck? <laughs> the guy is sensational. Um. And again, I'm just going to bring in something from Nathan's page because I do want to show the goal, but I ain't got the balls to do it on the actual goal because I'll probably get demonetized. So I'm going to show <laughs> the fan footage. Look at the angle. Look at the angle. It's class, isn't it? It's just oh, yeah. I'm going to let it run through again. I'm not sure how well you can actually see it on the screen. But the bend of that. So good. That's one of the best angles. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's just it. I, I, yeah. I can't wax lyrical enough about it. That that angle, you, that angle highlights how difficult that was because you can actually see how little of the goal he has to look at when yeah, he struck exactly. the ball. <laughs> to the Bristol City fan that uploaded that, like yeah. I, said, I think I said to Neil before off air, like sometimes I film stuff and it doesn't go how I want it to go, or like I've, I've filmed goals of the opposition fans before when they broke and I've just deleted it instantly, I'm like I'm not putting that up, <laughs> but some people just put it up and I'm like, yeah, fair play. Yeah, um, yeah fair play to that lad who I stole it off, because he was yeah. like, com- he messaged me and was saying like how complimentary were the yeah. fans and like, and I, I apologise, I forgot to tag him and I was just in a mad rush to get it out there, so like, I just thought I I people got to see idea. that. And, I think, I think he's um, but he would, he would dead complimentary about the team, the fans, like the way we play, like it just what he said, it was just an enjoy. He said it was just enjoyable to watch something like that on his own patch. So mm-hmm. I thought it were quite nice to get. Yeah, yeah, they were. They were. They were. They were. They were. Norwich fans a few years ago. I remember when they came to turf. They were quite decent. Might have even been last yeah. year actually. Um, Harry says 0.02 xg. That's meant to say uh, not dog <laughs> uh, for his goal against Blackburn. 
Um, so it probably, yeah, is, not... it probably is that for anybody else, but for Benson, it's probably higher. Like, yeah. if you know it's if Benson doing it, it's XG probably yeah. higher. into how class you actually yeah. are. So yeah, if, yeah. If, it's, yeah. if it's Barnes who's taking that shot, it's minus XG. But if it's Benson taking that shot, yeah. then yeah, it should be a guaranteed I wonder, goal. One I wonder how many of them he's banged in in training. Like, oh, yeah, he's must, brown. Who did the, the post match after the game? Down, he, they was, yeah, he was either Jay or someone just said that he does it every every day at training. Like it's just yeah. inevitable. <laughs> like, it must be so demoralised as all. Well sometimes you're just setting up a little like attacking play, and then he comes on and just bang top bins every time. Right, reset <laughs> top bins every time. You just think, what's point? <laughs> yeah, um, resurges in the chat. Morning, mate. He says this season we have massively overperformed XG, and then he goes on to yeah. say the sole reason is probably Benson. To be fair, we normally overperform XG. That was the main yeah. thing on the dash overperforming XG. Um, mm. Well, we did that because we had a decent finisher, some people might disagree, in Chris Wood. Um, and, <laughs> and we didn't get many chances, and the chances we did get, we'd have to put away. But with this one, it's like you say, it's the long-range efforts that are going in. So it's Benson. And it's just not obviously not Benson as well. Zorori in the, earlier in the season um, were doing it. He did it against Sunderland. You know what? I I actually used to get quite frustrated with Bennett and Zorori at, at stages mm. in the season because they both scored similar goals, as we know, earlier in the season. But then they both continuously tried to repeat it but for three four months none of them could get anywhere near they just kept ballooning it over and wide and then benny sometimes would cut inside and then he'd actually get a ball in and do well but every time he'd come inside i'm like don't hit it again and he did and it went all the way over um yeah. but i'm glad he's doing it again now but nathan like i've seen a lot yeah. of blackman fans and opposition fans say oh it's so easy if he scores that goal every time just show him down the outside but obviously i can't remember which game it was yeah. in but earlier in the season he's done it in two games where he just comes inside and sets somebody up yeah, well, like I said earlier, like that that him scoring the goal is just like one part of that play. Like, there's a whole stage to that process to get him in that position on the channel. There's got to be a ball worked out wide to one side of the pitch and then dragged over to the other side of the pitch, and then your wing backs get overlapped, which then pulls the defender away and allows him to then jink inside. If you stop him from score from shooting and he doesn't see it on, he's not going to take it. I don't see many shots from Benny that he just takes for the sake of it. Like Unlike Zaruri, he seems to just take... As soon as he's cut inside, he has a shot, no matter what. That's it. It doesn't matter where, whether he's a shot on or not, he just has the shot. Whereas I think Benny seems to be a bit smarter with that. He plays a nice cut-through pass into the middle of the box, or he'll play a nice ball in. But if it's not on, they'll set it up again. Take the ball back, replay it, get the overlap on again, and try and get it in. And I think it's, it's very, very purposeful. It reminds me of the Mares role at City I know I keep piping on at City but obviously company and the, the, they go at, yeah the, 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 it's, it's clear as day like you can see what he's trying to do he's playing the Mares role that in big moments where you need a you know a clinical finisher or someone to pull smart out of the back out of the hat that's going to be Benson and I think he's going to just continue that next season because every game's going to be a bit of a cut final for us next year and I think he's going to be crucial in that little sequence of play yeah, very interesting to see how um, Benson gets on next year and obviously Zorori and the rest of them as well. Um, yeah. Neil, Stephen Barrett says, do you think this AI scout has helped identify the likes of Zorori and Benson? Obviously, I'm going to you because you said we're probably just going to sign somebody in the summer, a striker. Yeah, yeah. Never heard of him from the Juniper League or the Belgian League or whatever. I don't know. Um, I think that AI scout's for young players, isn't it? It's for identifying young players because it analyses, like, I don't think it's for current players. I think they use it for identifying yeah. youth prospects. So, yeah, they do it to allow people to send in clips, don't they, the AI yeah. scout? So they yeah. can film themselves and it analyses like 
gate of the step and how fast they run and yeah, and it allows them to just separate you know on a 20 minute and a two second video you can sort of see who's got it and who has it on it so yeah, but i think yeah. on the back of that ai scouting i think they use a lot more data a lot more like algorithms and all that so i think they're very yeah. much we're as a club we're a lot sure? more tech tech savvy now I think, I'm pretty sure that comment you've just put from Harry there about the similar stat system. I'm sure I read somewhere at the start mm. of the season that's what we're implemented. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it was company. I think I think it's something Alan Pearson's team. Yeah. That's thing. I'm sure I read about that. So that's probably something to do with it more than AI scout. But I think AI scout, my understanding of it anyway, is that it's for young players. So yeah, it's probably sp- not for that. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, that AI scout brought into widen the net because obviously we're competing with City, Everton, you know, we're just fighting yeah. and obviously and they're, scout- they're scouting they're scouting Burnley as well. So Yeah, it's about yeah. time as well, because I'm I cracked the joke before, but I'm pretty sure the scouts were only giving enough petrol money to get to Stoke and back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But, um, the fact that we're signing players that nobody's ever heard of and they're turning out to be class just shows yeah. how well we are doing now with the recruitment. And Vinny's a big part of it, but so is Alan Pace and the and the new system yeah. that we've got, they all deserve credit. Yeah. But that brings me on nicely. To Al Dakil, um, hmm. some comments earlier in the um, in the chat. I'm not going to scroll up because again, it's a busy chat, which I'm grateful for, very grateful for. Keep your comments coming in, um, but get your comments in now about Al Dakil, and I'll put them back up on screen. Another great performance. I was very impressed with him at Blackburn. Um, impressed with him again on Saturday, but Blackburn was a little bit different because he's been thrown into a game where you can win the league. Yeah. He's young. It's a derby. We'd already seen in the previous three games that I felt that the, the, the players were maybe getting a little bit nervous and a little bit complacent. But Al Dakil just came in, slotted him perfectly, didn't he, Nathan? And he was fantastic yeah. against Blackburn. Fantastic again against um, Bristol City on Saturday. He's another yeah. one. He's come in and he's just been fantastic and there's been nothing really you can say negative about him. Yeah, he's been amazing. Like he He's sort of... He's like a, a Bayer... Like a, like an understudy to Bayer, but that seems like a disrespect to Alder Keel, but it's not, I mean, that in the most complimentary way, like he plays just yeah. like him and can slot in and, and like, on, and I didn't, I didn't get a chance to jump on your last one with the Blackburn game, but Alder Keel in the Blackburn game, to have the gonads to step into a game like that after playing yeah. itty, itty bitty parts throughout the season and put in one of the best performances you'll see him play this season in a game like that, is phenomenal and that shows that he's not only got the playing ability he's got it up here as well he's got the mentality um to to keep fighting and keep going even if he's on the bench but like yesterday he didn't really have to break sweat he were i saw a few times where they'd play a ball into channel and he just outpaced everyone and got in front of them and just swept the ball out and played it back up the channel without without breaking a sweat and yeah it's interesting to see where he how he's how he progresses on next season i think yeah, interesting. Neil, your th- I'll get into next season in a minute, so just in the comment mm. that I will bring up and, and chat about the defensive options next season. Neil, how do you think Al Dakil's done since coming into the side? He's done very well, hasn't he? He's, he's, uh, I think there was a comment about him looking composed. He's strong. He looks composed. Yeah. He looks calm on the ball. Um, and um, he spoke very well when he got interviewed after the Blackburn game about how you know um, he's, he's in the Premier League and it's where he wants to be and all that sort of stuff. So he's obviously sort of got a clear, a clear idea of what he wants from the game and he's learning from one of the best defenders to ever play in that league so it can only get mm. better for me um, yeah he looks very composed and he's grown into it hasn't he so mm. yeah definitely because he, he looked I don't even know if he looked a bit shaky but he, he just didn't really know what yeah. to make of him his first couple of games but then the more he's played because he's sort of been yeah. forced into it with our injuries and stuff yeah. he's just grown and grown and grown yeah. 
His his stature's really misleading as well, I think. When when he first signed for us and he played a couple of games and I was like, he's a bit... I don't think he's ready yet and he needs to probably... You know, get on get on Holland's pies a bit more. You know, buck up a little bit. You know, like get used to playing in England. But for someone like quite slender and yeah. and thin, he, he holds his own. Like I've never, I've not seen him yeah. get shrugged off a ball, and especially in the Blackburn game where that was just physical. Yeah. They would just have to kick in lumps out of anybody that could get their hands on. Yeah, he's clearly quite strong, isn't he? You know, well, yeah, he definitely yeah. held his own, and players bounce off him, which surprises me. So, 150k, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend Holland's pies if you're looking to bulk up. Lads, <laughs> if anyone's watching, Holland's. If, if you are watching, I love your pies. Uh, feel free to send me some for free. Um, but I wouldn't definitely recommend them if you're trying to bulk up and get some. <laughs> um, Burnley's best photographer is in the chat. Leo Caldicott. He says will be interesting to see how the two start. Who, sorry, who the two starting centre backs are for next season. Personally, Ekdal and Bayer for me. Interesting. Interesting. I'd actually agree. I think. Um, Bear in mind, I, I would. I would presume that THB is off but even mm. then I'm not sure I just think I've seen more from Ekdal THB was class earlier in the season but since he had that injury and he come back he's looked a little bit shaky for me whereas Ekdal uh, and Bayer especially um, I think he's, he's the best one we've got look far more composed um, but yeah even if we do get THB next season Neil um, because there's been some rumours of it I'm not sure how, how legit they are uh, potentially on another year long because obviously we're at a higher level so it would it would um, make sense for City to give him to us again if, if he's not going to get into their side just yet. Um, but yeah, even if we had THB next season, I will be starting with Ekdal and Bayer. What about you? Yeah, same. Yeah, I think I think we've got uh, Bayer's first choice centre off for me because um, I made a, I made a tweet yesterday about Collins and now I personally think we've had an upgrade. And then I got jumped yeah. on because I because I missed Aldakiel out. But um, mm. I was saying there that I think Bayer is first choice centre back for me anyway. Um, and then um, Ekdal for me because because of his composure on the ball and the runs he's able to make going forward, I think suits our system, mm. um, and he'll suit what we need to do in the Premier League as well. Um, THB, I can't see him staying if he's not going to play though, because I can't see City's going to no, line him out yeah, yeah. to not play. No. So if he's not, if he's if he's going to be fourth choice for us, yeah. then he's probably going to go to another Championship club. I would have thought. So um, if he stays with us, I think there'll be some sort of guarantee that he's playing. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I think next season. I think I, I, I'm feeling confident THB will come back because he's making all the right noises and yeah. you know he's in, he's in that. I know loan signings there's no guarantees, but he's been dancing around and celebrating, you know, like he's been here for 20 years. You know, so I think he. I think it probably will be THB and Bayer next year. But personally, I'd rather be. I could see it being Ekdal and Bayer, but it's all about squad rotation next year. They're gonna have some tough games and. Um, you know, we're going to have to probably be flexible with a couple of different formations to try and affect games and stay in games or stuff like that. So I think, yeah, I think I think having Alder Keel, who's still learning his trade, still, I think will be good to have to come in and out because he does seem like the character that would be happy to do that, whereas I don't think THB would be, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I, did, I didn't realise this, but research, research says he also removed all the Latin photos <laughs> off his Instagram. He's a legend already, then. So let, let's, yeah. let, let's keep him. But yeah, that, that good yeah. signs. Um, but again, it's it's um, and apparently he said he'll always be a claret on his Insta as well. So good signs as well. Who knows? We might even be buying him. If we buy him, then that's even better. Yeah. Um, but I, I think City will want um, a lot, lot more. 
um, than what we would be willing to give. Um, as well, obviously, there's, there's, we, we saw good in the in the, the centre back area, aren't we? Duncan Forrester says. Um, Ekdal, Bayer and Aldak all quality. McNally as well, we've not even mentioned him. He's had a good season as mm. backup at Coventry. Don't really need to spend on THB using money elsewhere. Yeah, fair point, to be honest with you. Um, I've literally just said that we may be buying him, but um, I'd probably mm. agree with that. Do we, if, we, if, if the options are buying him instead of loaning him, I'd probably rather spend the money elsewhere, maybe on an out and out striker or a centre mid, something like that. Um, with the two lads, um, sorry, the two lads, Corky getting a bit old, even though he was still fantastic again uh, against Blackburn with Corky. Um, mm. As soon as he came on, the midfield battle changed. Um, but yeah, would you, would you rather spend money elsewhere, Neil, or, or bring THB in on a permanent if that were the, the choice? Depends on what he is. He, and he won't be cheap, will mm. he? But um, if Vinny can strike a deal with his old. Uh, with his old gaffer and getting for a decent price, then but I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't overpay for him um, yeah. because that money because we don't need we don't need him sounds really arrogant but no. it's not it's not a priority yeah. area um, so I'd rather we spent the money elsewhere definitely. Yeah, I think we might need to bring him in because it look at the minute it looks like to be the only link of don't we have to have a certain amount of homegrown players in the team next year? Yeah, um, yeah. and I think that might come into effect, and I think that's. Instead of bedding someone in that's not played for us, it's an easy sort of sell that we can bring him in. And if he has an half-decent season, we're going to get the money back on him. You know, like, Bayer's already looking like the safest investment since Bitcoin. You know what I mean? Like, Bitcoin 10 years 15, ago, yeah. yeah, Bitcoin 10 years ago. But 15 mil euros, like, you, you, double, you, you know, it's a doubled already. He's a Premier League player. He's going to be a German international. You know, it, we've done that. We've doubled it already. So I think THB... Going forward, it'd probably be. I, I personally would put him on top of the list and get that done out of the way because they'll, yeah. they'll have some like random Azerbaijanian centre midfielder, some lined up, you know, that'll just be the best thing since sliced bread. So I won't worry, <laughs> you know. Yep, fair enough. Um, well, do, we reckon, do we reckon that as soon as we've got confirmation this embargo is lifted, we're just going to see like 10 signings in one day? It's just going to be like, oh, probably. Probably, yeah. They're probably signing people now, be out background and just yeah, not, it, not yeah. signing the actual contract. And they'll do yeah, what yeah. Tottenham do, just release <laughs> release all the signings, like staggered. But it's the same picture, yeah. guys all wearing the same clothes because they could have done on the same day. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I do want to talk about Foster. I saw some comments again about Foster earlier in the chat. Please get them back in again because, again, it's a busy chat, so I don't want to scroll all the way up. Um, obviously, went off with a head injury, so it's probably a little bit unfair on him because uh, I saw some comments on Twitter saying he's not good enough for, or whatever. Don't really, I, don't, I don't think he played bad. Um, I thought he played okay, uh, if I'm being honest with you. Um, probably would have liked to affect the game a little bit more in terms of, uh, of shots and goals and stuff like that, but he was on for, what, 35, 40 minutes? So yeah. probably being... Harsh. I'm saying. I'm saying he would want to rather than I would want him to. By the way, um, but I think recently he's been better. Um, mm. And I, I, as Mark Higson says in the in, in the chat, there he's definitely got something about him. Um, he's getting better. Uh, he did look yeah. a little lost in the early games, Neil. I thought, but recently he's he's getting better. And it was just a shame to see him go off with a head injury. I'm not sure um, what the official. Um, What's the word? Concussion protocols are now. Does that mean he misses Cardiff or anything? I'm not sure. I think it's yeah, isn't it, um, isn't it X it? amount of hours? If it's been so many hours from it happening, he might yeah, be all yeah. right. It's over yeah. a week, isn't it? Yeah, it's um, over a week. But yeah, your thoughts on his performance then before he um, unfortunately went Yeah, he played well. I mean, we were chatting after we'd done the pregame show about him, weren't we? Um, or was it on the pregame? I can't remember. But we were definitely chatting about him. Um, that he's got everything apart from banging him in. So. Um, I 
I, I do like him, but I, and I think we we need to judge him when he's had a, a pre-season because he's obviously joined January and it took yeah, the whole yeah. team. We had this conversation before. It took the whole team a little while for it to click, um, and he's had bit parts to play. So I'll give him a full pre-season and a run next year, and then if he's still not performing, sort of when it gets to about to him being with us for a year, then we maybe look at moving him on. But there are signs there. It's just not not that finish. He's just not prolific. But his build-up play yeah. and his runs and everything else he's got is is great. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got something in the locker, and he he's no you know he's no mug on football pitch. It's just you know it's always a shock. You you come to English football, it's completely different. He's also playing for Burnley, so like even just driving through Paddy will probably be a shock to his system. You know what I mean? And you know like it's a, it's an ever. I feel like this system's ever growing and ever changing, ever getting better. And I think he's probably just lacked that pace, and he's always been. Probably two or three months, like you say, with the Twine situation, they've always been like three months behind everybody else. Yeah. So he looks like he's playing like we were playing in like November. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like in terms of the. So I think I, I, I've been slightly negative to him. And there's some games where he just looked completely lost, like completely out of it. He looked well out of his depth. But in his earlier games, yeah, yeah. After yeah, after a preseason, you know, six weeks is a long time when you're just training the same stuff four days a week, like no games. You just Playing, training, 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 training. I think he'll be all right. I just hope that the company can rectify it if it doesn't go well next season, you know, because next season's not a time to be carrying passengers and trying to let players bed in. You know what I mean? We've had that now. It's you know, it's next season. It's like it, it's almost like it gets serious. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've had it that easy this season. The, no one would be criticizing him if we hadn't paid what we paid for him because we yeah. paid yeah. the price that you paid. Completely agree. You pay, yeah. We paid the price for someone who scores. Yeah, and he's, not, and he's not doing. We've paid a goal yeah. scorer, and he isn't doing. That's where the that's where the criticism's coming from. Because yeah. not for that price, then then we should be, sc- yeah. should be scoring. Yeah, I, I think a else- lot of that get. I think a lot of that will get paid back. There's a comment coming there. I think from Ben, um, and it talks about like commerciality or whatever the word we're like it makes sense because obviously now we're in the Premier League the yeah. Premier League's massive in South Africa yeah, yeah. so already we've got one of like we've got South Africa's number nine playing for us in the Prem so yeah. they're going to be buying shirts they're going to be travelling to the games they're going to be paying for the online streams like you're probably looking at more of a fee of about probably like 11 million quid you know what I mean by the time you've got your earnings back off him and yeah. that probably feels a bit a bit more right for his transfer value, you know what I mean? So Yeah. It's one of don't judge him too harshly just yet. Give him a pre season, I think he'll be alright. A bit more space at Prem, a bit more you know, there's a bit more sexy football in there sometimes at Prem. Um, yeah, you get you get more you get more time on the ball as well. Yeah. Well, we did do traditionally in the Prem, but a lot of teams do pressure quite high now. Um so yeah. maybe that, that's not factually correct anymore. But I agree. Mm. I know Sam who comes on the show a lot, um, he's he's not so sure yet. Um, there's a lot of stuff on Facebook and Twitter that's not so sure, but it's good to see the comments in this chat. I knew I knew mm. our community could be counted on. Um, <laughs> it's all very good. A lot of people saying, I've put them on screen for you, so if you are listening on the podcast, apologies, I'll just read a couple out. Solent Claret says, the issue with Foster um, is the amount of money we pay for him, which is what Neil yeah, said, exactly. we're comparing him to Benson, and we expect more. Uh, Thomas Hargreaves says, give Foster time and he will come good. Ray Moorhead says, Foster's been dismissed too early by some fans. Um, M. Mack says link-up play was good against Rotherham. Think he's getting stick with being a centre forward and not scoring, which again is just good saying what the lad said. Yeah. Uh, Chronicles of Charles says I think Foster needs a season on loan in the Championship to build his confidence. But Mark Higson says Foster has definitely got something about him. Stick with him. So yeah, you probably did see them on screen. Just reading them out then. 
That's the thing. That's the problem, isn't it? It's that all the other signings have all hit the ground yeah. and they're all on their all flying, and he's maybe not a yeah. little bit. But he's just getting. I yeah. think he's getting a lot more grief than he probably deserves in offense. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say with the, the the transfer value of the other players as well, like Benson's peanuts, you know what I mean, and he's like one of the best, right? You know, one of the best wing players, you know, in championship, and he's cost next to nothing, and you know, yeah. so the the price tag does weigh heavy on some lads, especially he's gone from like nothing and yeah. unknown standards to then all of a sudden being a fifteen million pound striker in England, like. It might weigh heavy on some lads. It's never not mentality on yeah, them. Yeah, I just so. think I just think as fans, if 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 fans are as Neil and Solent says, thinking, "Oh, well, buddy, it costs seven million or yeah. whatever," just stop. It doesn't matter. It's not our money. No, it's not your yeah. money. Um, it's also it's also not his fault. Like no, it's not his fault not. that we paid that price for him. Yeah. So. yeah. It's not FIFA. FIFA. Players don't come in and just automatically fit the system. Like it, yeah. it takes time. Like FIFA or Footy Manager, you buy a player and you drop them in, and it just works. You know what I mean? It, it, that's how it works as a game. But it, it'll take time. The lad will take time. I think he'll be all right. It seems like a good, good, good guy as well. I particularly like the video of that knuckle dragger at Ewood. Yeah. Uh, winding his up and he just peels off and he giving him face and yeah, me, yeah. Uh, Neil I don't know if you saw the comment but me and Neil were discussing it on the pre-game show I'll, I'll screenshot it and stick it up after, yeah. the, uh, after the stream and I was saying like because my followers just to go back to what you said there Nathan I, I, we have this South African fan base now like mm. my followers on Facebook went from 12,000 and they're now pushing 19,000 since we <laughs> signed Foster it's ridiculous and it's all it's all South Africans yeah. jumping <laughs> on it and I'm loving it that's why I put loads of stuff about Foster because I'm like oh they'll that- this. It's nothing to do with Foster. That's that's just your face being plastered everywhere, Joe. Can't move around Burnley without seeing your face somewhere. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I'm out of Burnley. I'm sick of the sight. <laughs> um, but yeah, what were I going to say? Um, yeah. I can't remember now. I've lost my train of thought. Um, the Foster. Se- oh yeah, the comment yeah. that he said to that Blackburn fan. Me and Neil were saying like, "Does any South Africans here? I've got loads of South African followers. Let me know what he said, please. Let me know what he said." He said something in Afrikaans, which yeah. I'm not going to, I can't even got it in front of me, so I'm not going to try and uh, read it. Try it. But apparently, it means your mother's will see you next Tuesday. That's what he said to the Blackman fans. Right. That we ran off. Like it. No, but apparently, it's used, it's used in South Africa as a light hearted joke. <laughs> I love the guy even more. Give him a 10 year contract and whatever shirt number he wants. Get him. Yeah. Don't get him up wrong side of him if that's light hearted. If you said that to a Blackman fan, <laughs> give him a 15 year contract. He is a Burnley legend. I don't care how many goals he scores. Yeah, that would class that. Yeah, if that's light hearted, Jesus Christ, don't bloody have a bump in, don't have a little accident with him in Tesco car park, Christ. Yeah, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> me in the face. Um, I saw, I've, I've seen Twine in Tesco actually, Paddy in Tesco not that long ago. Um, yeah, not that long ago, about um, a few days after he scored that goal against West Brom. So, yeah, six months ago, to be honest. Um, he, he was just walking around looking confused. So, he's probably yeah. like, This ain't my trends. What am I doing? Here? <laughs> I saw, I saw, he drove past me the other day and he drove a Tesla, and I thought, Yeah, that's exactly the car you drive. Of course, you drive a Tesla. <laughs> Yeah. Um, seen loads of comments about Obafemi. Neil, I'll start with you because I know you said in certain shows that you want to see more of Obafemi. I will yeah. quickly scroll up because it's not that far away. These comments. Chris P has been in the chat saying he wants to see him play more. Where is it? There it is. Chris P says we have to start Obafemi against Cardiff. It's his dream match. Yeah. He always scores against them. Uh, Neil, I know you want to see more of Obafemi. I do want to see yeah. more of him. But I think he's been brought in to be used as more of a, a winger with his pace rather than a, a yeah. striker. 
I think so. To use my because to use my FM football manager head inside forward, um, I think <laughs> is, is where he's going to play. But yeah, I think that's I think that's his position. But yeah, I just want to see him play because he hasn't really yeah. played much. I want to see what he's got to offer because I literally don't have an opinion either way about him because I haven't seen enough of him. Um, apart from he looks to have the knack to be in the right place at the right time to, to yeah. get those sitters. And when I say I haven't yeah. seen enough of him, I mean, I can't get that vision of him on the bus. <laughs> that's, that's, that's more than enough of him, isn't it, on the, on the bus. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I just want to see him get a run against. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, I, I don't know whether he'll start against Cardiff because it depends what Vinny's planning with Barnes because it's Barnes' farewell, isn't it? So whether he's going to... Yeah. Yeah, play give Barnes the arm. Give Barnes the arm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Barnes so, starts, um, yeah. Gets the armband, gets a guard of honour himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I, I said that. Some, someone's put there, uh, Chris Peace, but does he then get subbed off so he gets the applause and then Obafemi yeah. comes on maybe? So I can't see yeah, Obafemi yeah. starting. No, yeah. I said that to a mate though that he probably should play against Cardiff because he does bag all the time against Cardiff. He's a, you know he's got the Swansea connection. I know he's probably burnt that bridge with how he basically just down toys, down you know down tools and just said I'm going Burnley no matter what, whether it's summer yeah. or January. Forget about it. But you know them things that you know they have an effect. Maybe he'd like to you know get a goal against them to sort of like redeem his little reputation at Swansea. You don't know how players work, do you? But yeah. No, I think he's. I think he's going to be sub, isn't he? He's going to be a substitute. It's got to start Barnsley. Last day out turf. I think so. Unless unless he starts them both, like you know what I mean. It's last day on turf. Well, yeah. Obviously, tell is. Well, yeah. Good. If Obafemi is playing as that sort of exactly. yeah, yeah, plays a wide man, yeah. yeah. yeah start both in that way with with Benson on the other side, um, or whatever, or Zorori, and bring Benny on later on. It's not a game that I'm that asked about in terms of winning. Nah. It's just a game that's going to be a party atmosphere. Looking forward to it. Want to see him lift the trophy because obviously we were robbed of that last time. All right, I saw yeah. him lift it at the town hall, but it's, it's just not the same. Obviously, we'll have all the cannons and all the shit and all the champions thing. It's going to be class. Um, but I sit in the Jimmy Mac, so I'll have a terrible view of it. Um, <laughs> I'm wondering to see where. I reckon they'll do it in front of the James Argreaves or whatever it's called these days. It's still called the James Argreaves. It's not, is it? Yeah, they will. Um, they'll do it there because that's where cameras are. So they do it for television. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they'll do it there. Um, but yeah, looking forward to it. Um, Still no yeah. merchandise. I thought we'd all have Champions T-shirts for it, but they'll be out. They'll, hopefully, they'll be out for Champions Day. You would think so. Yeah, it won't. It won't say Champions on it. It'll say Champions on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm um, I went. I dropped. Go on, sorry. No, I said I got. I took my uh, top bite. I know if anyone's seen oh, it, you get the yeah, the misspelled. No, I, I couldn't. Looking at the office when I dropped it off, the office were full of them. Were it? <laughs> there must have been about six hundred just bags of re- like open bags of return drill tops. I mean, and he said, that, "That is. I mean, I know it's yeah. done it, but at what point has someone who works in the club shop gone? Yeah, yep, stick that, that looks right. It's not just that though. Like they've got the stock and then took the pictures of it and then put and then got it all set up, put it all online and then gone. Yep, still send it. You know." Yeah, it's a bit of a cock up. The, the people who worked in the club shop were a little bit embarrassed when I was talking about yeah, it. They're just asking that. Like, uh, yeah, they're going to do. This. Apparently, they're going to unstitch them all because that's they're not they don't make that. Umbra don't manufacture that top now. It's done. That was like we've basically got the. It looks like we've got like the dregs of the blank stock from Umbra. We've just stuck a Burnley badge on it, and that's that. Apparently, they're going to unstitch it all and re-embroider it. So. Fair we'll enough. see. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll see. Uh, just going back to the Obafemi debate, Solent Clarence yeah. says Obafemi came on in the 66 minutes. He had no shots on target, no key passes, and only touched the ball eight times. 
the slowest sprinter in the league getting caught by centre-backs. I think that final sentence is an opinion rather than a, a stat because I do think he's quite fast. Um, the stat that but, I like about Obafemi is Burra. He was on for five minutes. He got put <laughs> one yeah. shot on target and then led the celebrations. That's all <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that dancing, that dancing on the coach was absolutely yeah. sensational. Yeah. yeah, absolutely sensational. So, yeah, I'm not sure he's quicker than Teller, but I mean, I'd like to see yeah. him go for a sprint race. Um, I really, really would. Yeah, uh, he, he falls in the Foster category, doesn't he? Really, because he's not had a pre-season. He came, you know, he had a bad run of not playing for Swansea when he came to us, so he didn't come to us fully match fit. He's not really had a run of starts or like consistent enough, you know, like 30 minutes here and there isn't enough yeah, to get you match sharp. It's such an odd debate because when I when we signed him or we linked with him in the summer, I was like, this guy's a machine, like this guy's a monster, he's going to do so much for us, and then it never happened. So I don't think we're actually seeing the Obafemi that we wanted in no. the summer. He's coming in like as well. a, yeah, when, when in, games, in games yeah, and he's also coming in in games where like the games either won or we're playing against a team that just have no interest in playing football. Yeah. They're not giving you any space. They're not like even trying to defend. They're just trying to just boot on a winger that we put on the side of the pitch. Like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to reserve judgment of Obafemi. I'd like it because he's just a class character, and old lads seem to get off him. And that Teller and Obafemi like friendships like quite sweet in a way, and you know they're like best yeah. mates, aren't they? So we'll see, we'll see. I do think, yeah, I, I think it, I think he came in too not overweight, but just too bulky. Uh, yeah, like said, not 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 fit in the slightest because he's he, he down tools yeah. at Swansea. He weren't yeah. playing. They didn't want him there. He didn't want to be there. Um, yeah. So yeah, give him a preseason. Let him trim down quite a yeah. lot. Get off the creatine if that's what you're doing. Um, <laughs> like when Ariaki yeah. had to back in day when he when he was yeah. too too muscular, um, and just just I get fa- some cardio done and just yeah. just just crack on with it. And I think next year we might see the best of him. But I, I don't yeah. know. Like Neil, you mentioned earlier, he's got a knack of being in the right time at the right place. Yeah, you can't teach that. But then I don't know. I'm not. I'm. I'm not 100 sure he's Premier League quality just yet. But I'm no. not going to be one of them that writes him off. I'm just going to be like, let him play in the Premier League for the next season, and yeah. then we'll know where he is at the end of next. We year. genuinely haven't seen enough of him. Yeah, we, we, we haven't seen enough of him. Not when, when not when it matters anyway. Because like I say, like I was saying, he tends to come on when the game's done, and we've slowed yeah. down and took our foot off the gas a little bit. And I mean, even judging players sort of post Borough is a bit harsh because everyone's sort of yeah. Yeah, found it a little bit, haven't they? So yeah, and especially after Rovers game, now that that's the we're not going to match the performance levels after that because we've peaked now. Like the season's yeah. done, it we're on the we're on the the decline now. That's yeah. just going to happen. Like game's done. I think then going over the summer, I think we'll see a I see I think we'll see a lot of difference in a lot of players next season. Or yeah. if we, or, you know, most of the bulk of the squad get retained, and we have a good preseason. I think we'll see pretty stark contrast between a lot of players. Like I think Zaruri will bulk up a little bit more. I think he'll get a bit more of like a Leroy Sarney sort of statue. Like I think he'll he'll get a bit fitter, he'll get a bit bigger, a bit stronger. I think um, you know, he, he could have a really good uh, a really good summer or you know, for us and come back completely different and like say same way over over Femi. Yeah, agree. It's gonna be interesting to see how they both do. Um Charlie Taylor's another one I mean what I would talk about because a lot of people were talking about him earlier in the chat. Um, do we think he goes or do we think he stays? Neil, I'll start with you. I just I think he'll go. There's been a lot of people saying he's a very good defender and stuff, and I agree with it. And we should keep we should keep him, but he gets found out a lot 
in this new system. And some people, I think it was Solent arguing earlier in the chat, well, that's because he's trying to cover for Markson. But that's that's part of this new system. Roberts has got to do the same thing, and he's looking brilliant um, in, in this system. This I just don't think this system suits Charlie Taylor, for me, perfectly honest. I think he would probably admit that as well. Um, I think he's better in a more traditional flat-back 4-4-4-2. Four, 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 it, it, it'd do well at Everton with Dash. I think he really would um, if they stayed up. If he wanted to stay in the Premier, if he went down, he might be more likely to go there. Who knows? Um, but I, I just don't think this system suits Charlie Taylor. Um, he's been a fantastic servant and I love him to bits, but I would not be overly bothered if, if he left, if I'm being honest with you. But I think that's probably one of my more controversial opinions, if I'm being honest with you. I know a lot of fans still want him and still want to keep him. I would like him to be here. I just feel like he's been caught out a lot, especially at Blackburn. Like when Blackburn were pressing him, like he gave me an heart attack every time. Yeah. Um, and you've got to be better than that in this system. You've got to be better than that in the Prem. So, Charlie Taylor, Neil, do you think he is going to be in yeah. it? How do you feel about him leaving? He's a he's a great defender, but I'm a bit like you. I don't think the system suits him, but he deserves to be starting. And I don't think he starts in our system. Um, so I think for him, I think it's it's a good thing for him to move and get starting somewhere. Hundred percent, I can see him going and teaming up with Dice again. Yeah, um, yeah, because he'll suit what Dice wants him to do. Um, or wants to do. Sorry, um, he just he's a he's a good defender. He was giving me heart attacks, and he has got a mistake yeah. in him. But um, he's a good defender. But yeah, yeah, the system just doesn't suit him. And he yeah, did and very well when he, was, when he was stepping in at the start of the season and centre half and stuff like that. He, yeah. he did very well, but it's not his natural position. And no. yeah, I just think he needs to move for himself as well. Yeah. I think because he does deserve to start, and he's not going to start for us. Yeah, as Harry said, there, love Taylor, but I think there's players better suited that we could sign. Can't keep playing out of position. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't that. fit the Martin mm. role. It is that. It's like yeah. it's, it's, he's very good. I just don't think this new system suits him. No. Um, going to Everton, as we both said, would be perfect. I think Leeds might be a shout as well if they go down mm. or stay up. I don't know if he's going to be a Premier League footballer next year or a Championship footballer. Yeah. Um, I know he left under a bit of a cloud at Leeds, but I think he still has a soft spot for them. And football fans are, thick, are fickle. If he went back to yeah. Leeds, I don't think they'd be too bothered. Um, Nathan, your thoughts on him? Yeah, the same. I, th I find, you know, like, he's quite one-dimensional, this Charlie. Like, he's good at what he does. He's good at being Charlie Taylor and him playing centre-half, inverted wing-back, you know, the half-line, you know, wing, right wing-back. I don't think it it suits his style of playing. Like, the past few games, any time he has played, he, he, he just gives me an heart attack every time he's got the ball. He just looks so flat-footed. He doesn't seem to be able to have the composure. He's got the technical ability, but I just don't think he's got the, the, the composure to just drop a ball back to the centre-half yeah. when there's two two attackers closing yeah. him down. He seems to panic and just want to do the dash tactic, which is head down, touchline, channel. That's yeah. that's what he's good at. Charlie Taylor is phenomenal at tracking back, smashing someone, like doing a good shoulder-to-shoulder, -shoulder, smashing someone, winning ball back, touchline, channel ball. That's Charlie Taylor, and it was so, so successful for us, but... In this new system, every player has to sort of know the position in front of them, to the side of them, and behind them to be, able, you know, so they can all mishmash and jump in and out of positions if they need to. Like, yeah, he's covering for Matson, but that's his job. He's got yeah. to cover for Matson because Matson yeah. plays up top. You know, Charlie yeah. Taylor will get covered by THB or Bayer. Like, that's his job. You know, it'll all shift around, and yeah, I just don't think it, like good player, really good for us. Had some good times with us, but. It's just one of them. It's part of the new new phase of Burnley. We're going to have players coming in and out, coming and going. Now we're not going to have a run of players that stay four or five years. I don't think we're going to have a, a lot of chopping and changing. And yeah, I think Charlie will be one of the first of that. 
Yeah, he's definitely a Premier League standard left back. Yeah, as Harry says, he just doesn't suit this system. Um, we don't play with the left back. Yeah, but he's not. It's only fullbacks now that you've yeah. got to come inside and yeah. do centre yeah. back roles and go forward. It's all. And I don't yeah. think that suits Charlie. He's a very no. good defender, but he's not good with his no. foot on the ball. Um, and yes, he has been played that position a lot mm. because he's been played centre back quite a lot recently. Um, but even at left back, the the, the, the yeah. left back role at Burnley isn't a traditional left back role anymore. No, it's it's no. it's not the same as as what Charlie's good at. And I think for that and that reason yeah. alone is why I yeah. want the two first if you left. And I I hope for his career he sort of does maybe make a move on and and does have a bit of a you know like a Indian summer and changes his style and yeah you know as this resurgence because. That role is dying out in the in the elite football, like the top levels, like that old school, you know, shirt tucked in, socks perfectly nailed, you know, black boots left back. It doesn't exist any, you know, it's dying out at the top level. And I hope for his sake he can, because probably he's a bit stuck in his ways at Burnley. He's wearing the same claret and blue. He probably still thinks he's a bit in the dash role and stuff like that. So maybe yeah. a new club, fresh start, or he just goes back to Everton and just plays the old school, old school left back if they. If Dash keep yeah. Everton anyway, so I'm going to say that's it's a whole different. That's a different podcast for another day, wall, isn't it? Um, is Dash, but um, yeah, yeah, Chris says Taylor will actually be leaving without scoring a goal for us. If we get a penalty against Cardiff, <laughs> give it to Charlie Taylor, 100. percent Give it to Charlie Taylor. Yeah, definitely. We have, we have to get him to score a goal. If he is leaving, of course. If not, he'll score a goal at Prem next year against <laughs> United. Hopefully, apologies for dropping a pen. Um, but Mark Hoffman <laughs> does says. I'd keep him as backup. Um, we've discussed it millions of times, Chris, and I know you are an avid watcher, so you've probably seen us discuss it. Are oh. we all agreeing that we should sell Vegos in the summer? Yes. Oh. I think that's the end of it. Yes. There's only Prick. there's only Sam who comes on the show who likes a random that controversial opinion that thinks we should protect. Well, he doesn't think we should keep him. In fairness, he just thinks he gets a lot of unnecessary stick, and he's better than people think. But he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't oh. want him back. He's a goal scorer who doesn't score goals. <laughs> yeah, he's a passion yeah. merchant now. That's all he yeah. is. He's and a it, passion and merchant. Did you see him? Did you see that ridiculous <sighs> run he did on his own? Don't. It, it's just, it's just the United fans don't like him. Like my MD and my company is a mad United fan up and down the country, and he's like, I don't get him. Like he thinks the fans are endearing to him when he does all this fist pumping and all the team are over there, but no, he's with the fans. He's yeah. celebrating with the fans. The fans don't fucking like him. They think <laughs> he's weird. They think he's like self entitled. They think he's got a massive ego. And that's ridiculous to say United fans that have had some of the biggest egos in world football to ever existed, they think he's got a big ego. Like they've yeah. had Ronaldo for God's sake. Like they've did I just don't get the man. He's he's just going round and he's just making he's just burning everything that he touches. Like he's yeah. pissed off half of Turkey, like some of the hardest ultras in fucking European football. He can't even go to Turkey anymore now on holiday. He can't go bloody Alicante for two weeks all inclusive. Now he's buggered that. You know he's buggered everything in Burnley, but just because he was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight for you. I'm gonna go. Seems, I'm gonna do one. It seems to me that when he moves on, it's like he goes all in. Like, oh, yeah, me, I'm, all, I'm all you now. Yeah, and yeah. I think he forgets that like you've still got to come back in there. Like no. if you burn yeah. all your bridges and no one wants you, you've still got yeah. to come back in. He, he's um, ending up in back in German football obscurity next season. That's where he's. That's where he's going. He won't have an English club after him. 
I'd be surprised if United keep him on. It'll be because his agent, his fucking super agent, has yeah, wangled yeah. him an extension that has to be triggered no, if he has like if he ties there. his fucking bootlaces a certain way. You know what I mean? I kept getting told, oh, it must be good because he's starting games at United. But my response was, they literally have nobody else. They literally, <laughs> and look, look at him now. As soon as Rashford and Martial are fit, yeah, exactly. As soon yeah. as Martial's back, he's starting. Yeah, yeah. But the only reason he got United was Ten Hag was from Holland. Of his yeah. Dutch and yeah, Beghorst exactly, is yeah. Dutch. Like that, he was Dutch it. and he was a forward player. Like there was two if... goals in the World Cup that Ten Hag probably yeah. went, oh, that, that, that were good. So I'll bring him yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> like... yeah. United missed every other target that they wanted as well. They wanted Gakpo, yeah. they wanted Haaland, they wanted every other striker that he could get until they ended up right at the fucking bottom and found Vout Beghorst. <laughs> good riddance. Never graced Turf Moor again, even as an opposition opposition player. Yeah, yeah. So let's chats. never mention his name because we're loving the fact we're talking about him. So let's just yeah, yeah he will exists. yeah. Nori exists and yeah. There we go. Chris Pete says Maguire would do a better job up front than Veghurst. Court Leeming says Veghurst at Glasgow Rangers. Uh, Mark Higson says SPL level at best. Ray Moorhead says Veghurst is so self-censored. Wouldn't want him anywhere near us. Mark Higson says how does he? Get picked for Holland. Chris P says he'll go back to Germany. Probs, yeah, somewhere like that. Sensible. We've got sensible yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just don't think he's a likable person, to be honest. Says no. uh, Chris. Uh, but Solent's the only one that um, says something positive about him. He says I would rather have Veghorst rather than Foster in our current style of playing. I think that's no. more of a dig at Foster than it is positive of Veghorst no. uh, from Solent. Um, <laughs> Veghorst got. He can't. He's not got a first touch. He can't head the ball yet. He's the tallest fucking football player to ever walk the planet. He, he's got no positional play and when he does drop deep he drops deep and lets the whole play bypass him and then when he does go on the attack he just runs beyond the centre halves like and then every time he doesn't get the ball I see him at United now he's there throwing his arms in there like you think Marcus Rashford thinks he trusts you with the ball over his own ability to find the back of the net he's not going to pass with the you Dutch prat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Harry says, "What fee would you accept for him? Though, what do we pay for him?" I, 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 I'd, I just I'd, recoup all that. I'd accept fifty p. Just get him out. Just get him out. I'd, yeah. I'd like. No. Us, I'd like us to just make the money back. Just make the money back. Yeah. This is one we got wrong. I have a funny feeling he's going to be like our Deli Alley that would just constantly loaning him out every season for the next like three years of his contract. We're just loaning him out to fucking. Timbuktu FC over to fucking, you know, San Francisco fucking Jaguars or whatever. You know, I, you know what I mean? We're just going to be loaning him everywhere just to keep him away because no one will want to buy him. Wrexham. Yeah, Gavin, Wrexham will love you. They love self-entitled yeah. egos at Wrexham. He would fit That's right in over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'd still yeah. get found out League 2 as well. Uh, we're coming up to the hour mark then, so we will start wrapping it up. If there's anything you want to say, lads, think of it now and we'll chat about it in a second. But of course, before we do go, even though we've not chatted too much about the actual match again, we've just talked about all the other This one brings up about Beghost. Yeah. <laughs> Gets me angry. Man of the matches from the game. Um, Bristol City 1, Burnley 2. Um, I just can't see past Benson at the minute. I know a lot of Benson. people, Roberts played well, Aldakiel played well, a lot of the people played well. Um, but for me, get your comments in as well, by the way. Get your comments in as well. Let me know who your man of the match was in the comments and I will put them up on screen. Um, but for me, my man of the match, Manuel Benson, nobody can stop him. You know what he's going to do, but you still can't stop him. That's how good yeah. he is. And I'll just quickly 
put the picture back on screen again. He had three people on him. Look at it. There's three people around him. There's not much space there, but he's still found the space and it still goes into the top bin. My man of the match is Manuel Benson because he does it every yeah. week. Yeah, same with me. It, it's hard to argue with that. I'll give like a shout out, I think, to Connor Roberts. Um, yeah. I thought he had a particularly good game yesterday. I thought he were. He seem, it seems to finally click, like almost definitely click that position for him now. He's like bombing past, he's tucking in, he's filling in, he's covering. You know, he's having like pot shots from 30 yards that are getting closer and closer. Like, I feel that was just like a, a bit of a word to him, but Benson, yeah, every day of the week. It's just inevitable. Inevitable, brilliant. Yeah. Neil? Here we go. <laughs> Wasn't even playing, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's Benny, mate. It can't be anybody else, can it? Um, it's, it's got to be, it's got to be Benson. The left yeah. foot like that, it's got to be. It's got to be. Connor Roberts, mate, I'm disappointed he's not grown his tash back. I'm yeah, no. He bottled that, hasn't he? Bottled it, yeah. Bottled it. Yeah. I did, like, on the back of that goal, I like his reaction after Benny scored that goal. I don't know if, he, I think I put it on, I don't know where I put it on, but he just, like, turns around and just, like, stop yeah, it, what's it, the point? At first he was pissed off. He goes, wow, yeah. Because he's annoyed yeah, he's not yeah. the goal. And then he cuts his head, and I think he's doing that as he say, like, what am I on about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited that he's going to, Conor Roberts going to take the mantle of, like, the shithouse prince as well. He's like, yeah. it's like the perfect... We've got, we've got some decent shithouses yeah. now. Brown it's not... some shithouses, yeah. obviously. And then you've got Teller, yeah. who just loves yeah. it, and, and Conor as well. Yeah, it Teller's suits the, the current... Yeah, yeah, he is. Tell us a naughty school kid he gets like, yeah. like yeah, he's not, he's not, he doesn't start it, but he sees, no. he sees trouble and he joins it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like fitting with the coronation weekend, isn't it? That Barnes is just going to pass the mantle to Conor Roberts yeah. and be like, it's, it's there you go, my like son. Said, the fact that we now yeah. have three shithouses, that's because there's been a shithouse in the squad for so long. We've all seen him doing it. And then they're all yeah. like, I want to be like him. So we, that's, yeah. that's, uh, that's his legacy. Uh, Johnny the Great says, Right, I'm late. Um, just a bit. <laughs> yeah, you're just a bit dangerous about to wrap up. Uh, yeah, I've not asked Dan today. I do like to swap it around every now and then and get different people on in different weeks. Um, but no doubt Dan will be back very soon. I am going to start wrapping it up now, but I've seen a couple of comments um, from a few people. Um, we'll just quickly do these. Uh, word on Milner coming in for free. Neil, want Milner? Bothered about Milner if he comes in? I'm not asked either way, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. His experience will be good, but I don't yeah, think he's the it, sort of... He doesn't fit our transfer model, I don't think, no. unless it's free on a very low wage. I don't... Yeah. Well, it will be free, but on a very low wage... Um, it doesn't fit our transfer model for me. I don't think he's out in it. Yeah. Considering he's like nearly 50 and every player's like under fucking 12 yeah. in our team at the minute, like I think he's just, a, it, it might be, it might be a signing that company brings in as a, a, a bridge between coaching the manager's office and the dressing room. You know, you, he, he might be looking to maybe replace the older heads like Jay, Barnsley. That's the only thing I think of, but in terms of a footballing decision, I don't see the point, to be honest. Really, high wages, you know. I, I don't know, but well, I'm not a football manager or a club owner, so what do I know? But no, I, I don't get excited about it either way. Yep, fair enough. Uh, Harry says thoughts on Kent from Rangers. Nathan, I'll start with you on this one. I was speaking to a Rangers fan yesterday, and he's he said he said he thinks he's he's definitely leaving in the summer. Um, right. Burnley is probably his best option at the minute. Um, I think he's a good player. Um, yeah, and not, he, it's a bit of controversy surrounding him, though, isn't it? it can be a bit of a, a bell, apparently. Um, yeah, but I mean, Conor Roberts is, is our bell now. You know what I mean? And yeah. people were saying that when when he came in. So 
I think he's a good player. He's Kent. And, yeah. and if Taylor is leaving, what side does Kent play on? Does he play on the right or the left? He's a right, isn't he? Right-sided, is he? Kent. Is he? Yeah. Um, well, bad example then. But if he is right-sided, then obviously we've already got pretty good cover there. So we'll yeah. see. But, um, well, if, we sign him, where does that, if we sign him, where does that leave Vitinho? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, like I said, next season's all about depth now, I think. We've built that core base, haven't we, now? And I think he'll want, I think, company... Cause it, Again, I always compare it to City because that's all company knows is City. That's what he's basically done all his managing with. Well, not managing, but learning through. And they have like, I know they've got like 20 players for each position, but they yeah. always like to have like for like that can come in and yeah, out and come in and to. out. So I think he's, I think the, the the challenge for next season is just doubling up on positions now and having that and let people not only compete on the pitch, but let people be competing for spaces. That's something we've not had in the last 10 years is, players fighting for the shirt they've just Tarky's walked up woke up one day slippers on and he knows he's starting every day you know it doesn't matter if he has a bad week at training he's going to be starting where I think they want to get that competition so if Kent comes in and just kicks Vettini up the backside and gets him playing a bit better or he doesn't and Kent comes in and plays better it's a win-win in it so yeah um, according to research he is left-sided uh, more of a winger right, okay. um, than a full-back um, but yeah I don't really watch too much SPL, to be fair. No, I don't. Um, no. But, uh, um, so I, I'd always seem to remember him playing like in a traditional sort of like four four two role. Um, but yeah. again, I'm obviously wrong because, again, I don't watch too much um, SPL stuff. Uh, Luckman as well, I don't know. I've not seen that one. A lot of people in the comments saying Luckman is quite a goer, but I've, I've not seen I've not seen that. I've not even seen that one. I Honestly, I used to love it. We'd get a, a drip of information, and that's what helped yeah. me build the Turfcast page by putting out information or oh, this source has said this, blah, blah, blah. But I can't be arsed with it anymore because it's just four or five different people a day. <laughs> yeah. And you'll get someone who's clearly just made it up and then you get all the Burnley pages diving on it. Blah, 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 blah. And I, I just can't be arsed with it. There's yeah. too many names these days. So I have missed the Luckman one. Apologies. Yeah. Um, research, I've told you a million times, you need to be my transfer guru on, <laughs> on, 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 on social so you can start doing it. Um, but yeah, anything else you want to add, lads, before we before we wrap it up? Just want to put an end to the company leaving. I was just going to say that. Going yeah, like, but it, never even, the, never even they are, they are got a little bit twitchy when I saw Fabrizio and then there's that Belgian journal that's that Sasha. Yeah. He's, I never he's saw, like... I never saw yeah. Fabrizio say though. I've heard people say well, it in a podcast. Yeah, he said it in a podcast. But he, he, sort of, he said it without saying it. So he didn't say it, but he said You know what I mean? It's like... I think he was just fueling the fire and doing what a content creator should do, which is just get something. But Sash, that Sash, yeah. There's nothing wrong with making contact. Like, I, no, no, no. I made contact with Nike at the weekend to try and get some Travis Scotts. Don't mean I got him. No. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, like, I think a lot of it as well is is the thing that I looked at most is it wasn't company, it was his agency. So I yeah. think it was just a case of his agents are saying, this one's available. There's been some rumours. Yeah, we'll, we'll send an email, and then yeah. obviously Levy's gone. Ah, oh, bloody hell! Email, I'll, I'll email about company and and chat, yeah. and then and then there you go. Um, and yeah. I just don't think company ever ever did it. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing. Obviously, I'm I'm guessing. I'm not saying I've got any inside sources yeah. or anything. But that's what it looked like. It just mm. it just said. Um, agents have been in touch so for me yeah. I was never never really and it just yeah. don't make sense why would you go there now people always go oh it's the bigger club than Burnley it is but it's not it's not always about that I, I, sort of, I sort of disagree with that because a lot of people will say like, oh he's stupid to go he'd be stupid to go and it's like well why would he be because he's got the confidence in his own ability to turn it around 
You know what I mean? Yeah, it wouldn't be in the, it, it wouldn't be the game of football like that club Tottenham. Like I'm not, I don't want him to go. Like I'm not pitching for him to go, but I'm just saying like if he could, he will go. If he did go there, sorry, he will turn that around. He's got the minerals to do it. I don't care what you know. They're a, they were a basket case because they were getting basket case characters in. You don't go from like Mourinho down to that Wolves fellow that got potted at Wolves to. Yeah, Conte to them Ryan Mason that's a basket case you bring someone in that's smart sensible calculated that knows what he's doing he would turn that around but I think he wants to do this project with us you get that so you can you can feel it in him I've heard like murmurings that he stood in front of the dressing room after we won at Blackburn and basically said did the whole like Wolf of Wall Street bollocks and said I'm not fucking leaving yeah. you know he, he's basically said that we're going to get next year out of him but there's literally no point mate like it's no. like you said it's a project why would he why would he get us his team, his project, yeah. into the Premier League, and then not, and then manage somebody else in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. That, no, I completely agree. Single, you made that point, Nathan, and, and I've always made that point. People, people will always back themselves to, to, yeah, to especially ambitious people. They'll always back themselves to do that sort of thing and, and go to that job and turn it around. And he obviously would do if that was the case, and he mm. wanted it. But there's just certain scenarios where, yeah, probably not that he doesn't back himself. He probably just thinks it's probably a little bit early for me. And yeah, I, I think he's intelligent, and I think he yeah. would look at that and think it's a bit early for me if I'm being yeah. honest. Yeah. It, it well, it's just I, I think I got riled up as well with people like thinking that he's going to die on the cross. For like it's football at the end of the day. Like this is the model we're going to be taking now. Like we're going to get a manager. He's going to stay for probably one or two years. He's going to move on. This looks to be like the constant model. It's going to be the Brighton model. It, you know, it's going to be the Newcastle model. It's, it's going to be all these models. I think, you know, we're not, it, these managers aren't going to stay. And I, I think a lot of people got caught up saying, no, he's going to stay forever. And I'm like, there is no loyalty in football. Like he, Vinny doesn't, you know, he's not got a Burnley title on his calf, like half at lads do at Burnley. Like, you know what I mean? He, he, if he wants to go to a bigger project, he'll take it. But, I'm glad he isn't doing. I'm glad he's yeah, sticking with us. But I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have been as annoyed if he'd have gone. I'm going to turn Tottenham around this summer. I'm going to get a full season, pre-season, bring my lads in, put my thing. He need to turn that ship around like comfortably. But I'm glad he's choosing us. Yeah, it's going one day. Like for me, it's a good it thing. It's a good thing if he yeah. goes one day because if he stays with us forever, it means he's he's not been good enough. Yeah, you know what I mean. To yeah, push on, yeah, I'm to not, progress. I'm on, not yeah. trying to say, but I can't get it across. Say like, it means he's not been good enough to to progress. So I mm. want him to. Um, and there's a, well, there's a reason Dash probably stayed 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, that's another podcast, isn't it? But we were saying <laughs> you know what I mean? Everton's not working for them, I don't think. But, um, but anyway. I, I ultimately think he's going to manage Man City. And to get there, yeah. he's going to have to yeah. take a few steps. He's not going to go from us to City. He's going to have to go no. from us to somebody to City. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's happening in the next Say that. Well. I mean, I know it's not a good example because Lampard failed, but Lampard went from Derby to Chelsea. And I, I think we are in a far better position than mm. what Derby even were then. Bigger club, well, not as big a fan base, but probably... I think we also can't, we can't underestimate how poor Lampard is as a manager as well. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely shocking. I do want to quickly break off as well, because obviously it's been on screen for a while. I've not had a chance to mention it, but Chronicles of Child, thank you so much for that donation. That will go towards a new coffee machine, because my coffee machine is broke over the weekend. <laughs> and I am gutted, because it costs oh. 600 quid. That's not a flex, by the way. I did not pay for it. It was a gift. Um, and I've not been able to have a coffee this morning. As soon as I finish this and I chat to the lads after it, I'm going to go out and probably get a Costa. So... That, that's going to go towards a cost of actually not a new coffee machine. Um, but thank you so much, Chad. Honestly, it means a lot. So we will discuss it as well because I know a few people have put it in the chat as well. Uh, great channel, he says. Thank you, mate. Appreciate the donation again. Um, 
Thoughts on Belgian foot team we apparently taken over? Well, as a few people said in the chat after you, um, obviously the bid was rejected. Um, I think, did Nathan, did you tweet it? Or I saw someone tweet it. I think it. I retweeted someone about it. Um, um, yeah. Um, it, 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 it's a cry. It, most clubs are doing it now. It's it's desperate yeah. moves because well, of we Brexit. Did, didn't we do it a few American yeah. clubs in the, in the coffee days? Yeah, I think so. I think we invested. I don't know if we bought them. I think we just like had it. But now the rules say you have to be like an owner of that club to it's a it's a way to bypass like work permits basically yeah it's a work permit that, we're crying yeah and, like look at the market we're going in all we're doing is signing young foreign lads like that's what we're going to be buying so we're desperate to get a club to you know to, to get the only concern that i've got is um how much it's going to end up costing in the end because is that coming out of Pacers budget or is it going to come out of what Vinny's ultimately got and there's so much to spend on a player because if he buys yeah. 20 million and we miss out on a striker for 20 million yeah you're a bit annoyed about it but. it's sort of like it sort of swings around about you sort of have to have the club to then buy the player for 20 million you know what I mean yeah, it's sort yeah. of like not have to but like it makes things a lot easier getting work permits getting you know getting them registered as a player over here getting them living and stuff like that if if you've got a player that's having like twelve weeks of like back and forth in and out of the country because he can't actually live here before he can work, you know, it's going to be so. I don't think I think like the, these lads that are running the club, the millionaires, they make mega, you know, they make big decisions based on data and stats, like yeah, at the drop of a hat. Well. Exactly. So I think I think it would be a no brainer I think they are just itching for a club. Obviously, it matches up with Belgian and the success we've had with the Belgian lads and stuff like that. So. Um, yeah, more information on your screen now. Apologies if you can't yeah. see it too well. Um, I'll quickly read it out. Uh, Burnley and Bournemouth have both recently made an offer to purchase Belgian club KV Court Rick. Um, although both bids have been rejected, um, the asking fee for the club has risen from 12 million to 17.5 million in recent months. Um, number one, why is it risen? Have they started doing well or are they just being greedy? Um, but it looks like we're trying to do something similar because I know the Pozzo family at Watford, again, not the best example because they're in, in, in the mire. They do something similar, don't they? Is it Udinese that they own as well as Watford? So that they'll loan players out to Udinese, they'll buy, they'll buy players between the two clubs. Pretty certain it's money laundering. Um, Probably should have said that live on stream. I'll probably get done for, for slander now. That's <laughs> you done with liable now. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's it's interesting yeah. to say the least. Uh, but I think yeah. I think I think it's um I think it's the right way to go. I I, I am yeah. I am I am liking the fact that we could have a, a, a another club a feeder club, um and I'd definitely go out there. Definitely go out there for a game. Do a video. Yeah. That class. Yeah, they're a good little account as well. They've turned into like. A secondary Burnley fan page now at the minute with all the yeah, good stuff we've got now. So. Oh, the, oh, there's a City one. Absolutely love us. Can't yeah. yeah like, you know uh, what annoys me though? These Belgian ones and these City ones because they because they're bigger and better and stuff. Like we're not the Belgian club, but that the, the Belgian page just get more likes. And I'm like, I'm in yeah. my blood, sweat, and tears into these Burnley <laughs> please, and they get more likes. It's yeah. it's yeah. humiliating. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's. It's exciting. I like the way the club's going. Um, Chris mm. P says, start a GoFundMe for Joe's coffee machine. Yep, definitely, hundred <laughs> um, percent. It's a Sage. If you wanna, if you wanna send one to my address, a Sage coffee machine. But no, honestly, it's not broke. I don't know what it is. The beans have got stuck in the grinder, and I've cleaned um. it out so much. And I don't know how you have to unscrew it and you can't, you need like a proper, I don't know. I think I'm going to have to get like a bloody engineer out or something. It's broken <laughs> before, but when I cleaned it out, it would fix. Whereas yeah. uh, this time it, it's not doing it. But um, 
Pray for Joe. I'm going to have to go to the Pray local petrol station. Hashtag coffee chat. Absolute uh, first world problems in it. Isn't it? it first really world is. problems. Um, but yeah, Nathan needs to shoot. I have uh, things to do as well. I don't just do a podcast, you know, everybody. I actually have a life as well. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe not a good one. Um, but um, thank you, everybody, for coming on. It's been a pleasure. Nathan, thank you, yeah. mate. Do you want to let everyone Cheers know where us. they can find you if they don't already? They should know. Yeah. Now. Get, get in a yeah. Yeah, I'm getting there now. It's ticking along nicely. I'm just spouting crap out. But yeah, we're over at Burnley Monday Al on Twitter. Joe tweets a few stuff out. You know, I tweet a lot of stuff. I'm on YouTube as well. So yeah, come check us out. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, it's going along nicely. Any more videos coming up soon? I'm going to get get a few out. I'll probably do a bit more of a season roundup towards the end of the season yeah. and uh, get some a bit bigger plan. But like I say, it's with all the games coming thick and fast, it's been hard to try and uh, get content out there. So... Hopefully next season yeah. when it spreads out a bit more, we can be a bit more consistent. And yeah, uh, it's all work, isn't it? I, I, yeah. This week I've been literally because I had to do one for Blackburn. Like normally yeah. I ignore the midweek games, but I couldn't ignore that one. So th- this yeah. week has been a perfect example of how busy it can be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll probably be doing a, a season review on Turfcast as well, so we'll get yeah. you on for that. Um, nice Chris P says, "Will Vizzy be appearing after the Cardiff game?" Hopefully, mate. Hopefully, mate. I'll be honest; I'm not asking for a couple of weeks um, because obviously he's got his new design thing now, and he's, he's busy as it is anyway. Um, but I'll be definitely be getting him on. Yeah. Um, big, for, big time. Uh, now he's busy, and he big time. Yeah, I'll be a millionaire <laughs> soon. Will Viz with, that, with, them, with them with them designs, and I'll, I'll yeah. Be, you know, um, but uh, yeah, hopefully he's on soon. Uh, but Neil, as well, thank you to you for coming on. It's been a pleasure. Always, mate. Uh, Neil's oh, everyone's favourite panellist. Uh, you can find him on at Neil Layfield. He doesn't have his own page because... I know. It's, he's, when not, yeah, he's, not, he's not a sad old like us. He's never got to life. Nathan tweeted earlier. He's like, oh, I'm on with Turfcast and Burnley Mundial and, and Neil. And like, and Neil. <laughs> I'm just like... We oh, just start, start a page, Layfield Claret, something like that. Yeah. With the Murich, Murich Mundial. Murich, Murich fan, fan club, yeah. Perfect. John Mead missed it. <laughs> You know what happens, John? It doesn't matter. I'm ending the show now, so you can just sit there, you can wait, and then you can watch it back again when I press end broadcast. Um, and everybody as well, if, if you've just joined late, don't worry, you can watch it back. If you'd rather listen to it on your way tomorrow or taking the dog out later on May Day on your bank holiday, the rain has eased off a bit at the minute, so you might be able to get the dog out for a walk. I don't think I'm going to leave the house if I'm being honest with you. We might stick something on YouTube. Apart from getting me Costa. Apart from getting me Costa. Um, <laughs> but there's ways and means of listening to it after, of course, um, this show has ended. So thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you're listening on the podcast, thank you again for everybody commenting. I think I think the comments are flying in recent videos. I'm getting so many comments these days. It's an absolute pleasure. Um, so I do appreciate you all commenting. So thank you, everybody, who did that. And we will see you next time. But first of all, come on the Luton. And secondly, just to remind you all, we won the league at Ewood Park. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ornament delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! <laughs> Just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Oh. 
Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.